Survive. Thrive. Stay alive. It's time to get prepared with the Prepping Academy Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Prepping Academy. I am Forrest. And I'm Kyle. Did I get it right this time? You got your you're right. At least I'm not saying nineteen ninety nine anymore. Oh god. Right? <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the show, Grandpa. Yeah, welcome to the show. We've got a full plate. We're gonna cover many topics topics tonight. Da, 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 da. Yeah, get it all out now. Yeah. So how you doing? How was your week? Yeah. You do anything uh, prepping? Did I do anything prepping? No, not really. I mean I bought a few things here and there, got a few things done around the house. Not really, but I tell you, I had a great lunch today. Oh, would you eat? I went by Cracker Barrel. Oh, you know it's big news. They did. You change only their... eat breakfast at Crap Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. No. Well, Crapper. they changed their chicken fried chicken recipe, which kind of kills me, but it's still okay. But I ate that. Came home, take a great nap. It was it was wonderful. Oh, you were off on a Saturday, which is unusual for you. It is in retail hell. Yeah, retail yeah. hell. Yeah. I was off. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Right, congratulations. Look at one of the things I bought. I know, you bought a green screen. That is... I still don't understand what you bought this for, because it's kind of creeping me out a little bit. It's hanging up, hoping some of the wrinkles will fall. They're not going to fall. That's not how that works. Well, I'll I'll, I'll have to... Steam it. Steam it, for sure. Yeah. But I'm going to do a state of the union for my premium PrepperNet members, and I was going to have the green screen behind me, and... The White House. Have the White House. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be wonderful. Are you going to have Nancy Pelosi rip up a speech behind you? Prom- yeah, absolutely. If you could edit that in there, I'd, I'd laugh. Yeah, I probably can't. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. I'm not very tech savvy when it comes to video. I still can't believe she did that. That's like the most petty, oh my gosh. thing. I thought it was a great speech. I thought it was a campaign speech. And I'm okay with that. He, he, he told us all the accomplishments... And then he told everyone what he would like to work on while he's still in office. That's every State of the Union speech ever. Yeah. I, I'm i just amazed by some of the stuff that goes on anymore up there. You know, frankly, whenever she did that, I, I think he should have just kind of turned around. He and didn't just, know. Well, he didn't even know until he, he left the building. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even sure Pence knew. And then they said it was the handshake. Oh, so. I wouldn't have shook her hand. I would have pointed to the corner and said, go stand over there. I wouldn't have shaken her hand either, but I don't think he saw it. He turned. He didn't offer to shake Mike Pence, the vice president's hand. No. It was just, here's the speech. He's going to turn around. And I mean, you know, God forbid he would have shaken her hand because then they would have said, oh, look, it's Ukrainian collusion. Oh. (laughs) But it was, I thought it was a great a great night for America. I don't know. I just, I was pretty pumped about it. I honestly only watched a few snippets. And the mm. main thing I just wanted to see was Rush Limbaugh. Oh, yeah. That, that was a very, it wasn't a super emotional thing, but it was very nice to see that. And I mean, I know a lot of people want to well, knock Rush, but I don't Rush. see any Do you remember reason. he had a TV show? I It was like six long, in the morning. A long time ago, yeah. And we used to watch that. But she tore the speech up well, beforehand. She yeah, yeah, she, she was like, she wanted to make sure she had the that would been embarrassing if she'd have tried to tear yeah, it. Struggle with it. She'd have probably bit it in half then. You know? Yeah, that was. 
That was, and so, and some of the Democrats, they didn't stand for the little girl that got a scholarship. They didn't stand for all these different things, but I'm not sure that's. Does that, does that qualify as anti-feminist? I don't know. I feel like it might. You know, that's, that's just the way it always happens. That's one of the things in just quick rant, real quick rant. Wait, that rant was our last show. No, I'm I'm just, I'm going to go on this one. I, feminism, I think whenever it's done properly is a good thing. When Democrats tend to do it, it infuriates me because you, when you actually see a strong, intelligent, empowered woman, they knock her. Like, they complain, they whine, they demonize her. But if you have a woman who barely does anything but, you know, stands up and it supports their cause, then they rant on and on about it. It's just, it's infuriating to see that. Yeah, you know, I've noticed one thing with you. Everything infuriates you. <laughs> it honestly does. Yeah. You hate people. Everything infuriates you. It is. Um, it's quite interesting. Yeah, we've talked. You about wake this up many, and just yell times. at your wife and family no, first thing. No, no, I don't. I don't yell at anybody. Okay. The day I pop off is the day that like dark clouds cover the entire earth and everything starts to shake. And you know, yeah, be afraid. So, what did I buy this week? Um, I bought the green screen. What prepping? I cleaned up my bug out shelter, I guess we could call this. We got to have a name for this. But I cleaned out my bug out shelter. Yeah. We, we, it survived the tornadoes. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. We, we had major storms in the Carolinas. Tornadoes everywhere. You know, I'm, I'm going to say oh, go ahead. a couple things about this. Number one, I was at work while this was happening. I've been through tornadoes. I've been a couple miles away from where 14 tornadoes touched down whenever I was a kid. You want to talk about a whiteout whenever you can't even see the ground right beside your car or something within like an inch of it, the rain's coming down so hard. This did not feel like tornadoes, and I didn't see any evidence of a tornado touching down. And quite frankly, the people who wrote the article is talking about in our local news, I think are from here and have never experienced that. They're the same people that sensationalize it whenever it says, we're going to get a blizzard. No, and it's like snow flurries that come down at the slowest pace and don't even stick. It's typical North Carolina mentality. and drives me, It infuriates me. And all the trees were down in the exact same direction because it, it happened Maybe only a mile from my house. Maybe that's because you were driving in one direction. No, no, that was not the case. <laughs> But it literally happened a mile down the road. It was near your house, for sure. But let, One me of give them. You, let me give you a snippet of what this looks like for me at work. The whole place goes into pandemonium. Okay. Management's telling everyone they have to get into a shelter area. So they, they you know rush everyone in this little shelter. And, of course, one of my employees looks at me and she goes, Can I go home? Stop <laughs> smiling. You look like you want this to happen. <laughs> <laughs> kind of that is did. funny i kind of did that is i was like funny. this is exciting i said it's not going to happen but this is kind of exciting it's funny but i've never seen like security guards get so pumped up you know people people embrace a, a panic whenever it first happens sometimes right because they feel like they have some sort of purpose finally so i'm watching tv i was working from home upstairs and i started listening to the news on my on the on the computer and then finally i turned on the local news and they were saying one mile from where my wife was working, which she was mm-hmm. working in a church, a tornado, it, they could see the air rotation on the radar. <clears throat> now, you do have to admit, one mile from where she was working at that mm-hmm. church, it tore 
I mean, it, it really it, it did, but I'm I'm telling you, someone who's you just don't been think there, it was a tornado, but it tore some trees down and it wasn't. I've seen air rotations out on clear sky days and cold and warm fronts hitting each other. The only time you call an actual tornado warning is when you physically see one moving through the air. So, have you experienced like everything except maybe a nuclear explosion within with a mile? Ah. Earthquakes. I'm still waiting on the earthquake. I'm still waiting on the tsunami, nuclear explosion. Pretty much us. I, I got most of the I other experienced stuff, the earthquake. Ooh, volcano. Oh. That, eh, I don't know how I feel about that one. Yeah. I don't plan to be close to it. You them. should go look at one up close. Yeah. yeah just just, just lean over there. But I, I got to tell you a great story about this. So, of course, I'm trying to get a hold of my son because he's home alone. I'm texting him. Cell phone service is lousy in our area to begin with, let alone when it's storming. So... He says, not too bad, after I asked him how the storm is. A little bit later, a few minutes, you know, five, ten minutes, I said, well, it's getting pretty bad here. If you start to hear, you know, any telltale signs, you hear hail coming down. If you start to hear wind, sounds like a, a freight train, and the house is shaking, I said, go into the bathroom, get in the bathtub, lay down as flat as possible. So, Turn the water on, take yeah, a bath. No, no. <laughs> so today we're going out, I'm getting his hair cut, we're grabbing some, some food. And I find out that he grabbed six bottles of water, put it in the bathroom, and he grabbed the cat. Because, of course, you know, Food. you want to grab... Food. And that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> and he, had, he had the guiltiest look on his face. Like, that's not what I was thinking, but it could have been. It could have been. That is, so were you so slightly proud of him? Slightly. I mean, I would have missed the cat slightly, but not that much. Yeah. That he was doing a few things. Well, my wife, being at work, she's, I'm sending her photos and she's sharing them to everyone because, you know, they didn't have access to the TV. You should have gone on the internet and found like some like massive category five. <laughs> yeah, and send her. Send this her. is coming down right now, your yeah. street. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got flooding at my house. It didn't hit the shack here. Yeah, no. It's no. uphill. The floor is barely damp. Yeah. yeah. It, it's uphill. We're at least. From where the flooding was, 30 feet, wouldn't you think, or so? No, oh, yeah, yeah. So, it's 30 feet bad. in elevation. I mean, I hate to say this, but I think we've had it so easy for so many years. Yeah. I mean, this area doesn't get hit by that much. No, it doesn't. People are wimps. So that's kind of some local news of uh, a tornado. Only a few people were killed, I think, in the Carolinas. Not many. I mean, that happens all the time just from the way y'all drive anyways, so. <laughs> the way y'all drive. I like that. Yeah, see, I put it in terms you'd understand by yeah. saying y'all. Y'all. Because if I say use guys, okay. it gets lost. But, the, yep, the the tornado, that's that was the big news. Now, it's so wet. It, it did rain a lot. And I'm tired of rain. By my little path to the shack, yeah. it just, it's it is swampy. There's plenty of moss out there, which, I mean, you yeah. have a nice moss path. But I have boards out there in some pl- you know, so yeah. you don't get your shoes. Because, you know, we got to keep this place oh, yeah. nice and clean. You vacuum. I do have a, it's a shop vac. It's yeah. a man vacuum, man. All come you on. need in here is a little easy bake oven and some brownies from whenever I come in. You know, I've actually thought, I do this for free. Why? A little plate of cookies, some milk. <laughs> That'd be nice. I only drive 30 we minutes. Don't, we don't do, we do only man things in the shack. Oh, so like, like do you want to get some jerky and some beer instead? We can do that. I got my unsweetened tea here I'm drinking. Uh, I got my caffeinated. Throttle. Yeah, What's it? full throttle. So next thing is the 
we just have to talk about it. The pandemic is not was not one of the biggest things on my list to prepare for. I think we talked about this. Yeah, maybe we, last we, time. we definitely talked about. It. You know, it's it's really interesting because over the past week, there's a number of guys I listen to, and they've all been saying that the information is definitely being censored, but not just in China, but across the board. They're actually going after other people, saying, "Hey, you need to take this down because you don't know what's going on over here." So don't spread any more information. Right. There is there is a story out that a few journalists have disappeared. Yeah. That were reporting like live reports and putting it, putting it on Twitter or some kind of social media, and they're no longer doing it. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, you were showing me a little bit ago a number of videos where literally, I mean, well, you can talk about it. You, you've watched more of them. It's kind of frightening. I can't imagine being like welded into my own. Yeah, they were area. welding people the door of a tower apartment complex so the people wouldn't come out. Um, they the building they built the the building the hospital they built with in ten days or whatever they were. If you look at the photos, there's many photos on the internet. Every window has bars, and all the doors have locks that are locked from the outside, not the inside. Yeah. So. They call it a hospital. I would call it more like a prison. That's basically how everything's looking, mm-hmm. honestly. And it, you know, to that point, we're talking about the hospitals are building, and you know, one of the really small blips that everyone sees once in a very great while. All these cities that China's built over the past three decades. Oh, they're the completely empty. Yeah, yeah, they're completely empty. Why? Why isn't there an initiative to take people who at least they know are not affected? and get them out before they do get affected. You, you know, you brought that up earlier, and I remember there was a great I think It was 60 Minutes did a story on an entire city about the size of New York, yeah. skyscrapers, freeways, and no one lived there. Well, the interesting part about it is, you know, this is actually the target year for them to begin moving people out of the existing cities into those cities. Oh, really? That's... That's very interesting. Yeah. I saw some videos and I showed you of them spraying. One was there spraying a mist, like almost like one could have been like a Clorox and water just to purify or clean things on the streets. Yeah. Just spraying this huge thing, spraying it up in the air. But then they had these other sprayers that were like a fog. Yeah, it was a very thick, like very thick fog. fog. And they're just going through the streets spraying this. That is, I mean, I'm not sure I've ever seen that before. I've never seen it. And this is what concerns me. So if you have, allegedly, I think the death, the death toll right now is up around 800. Uh, was it, were they still saying like 20, 30,000 affected? Somewhere mm-hmm. along those lines. Yep. But your welding door shut to keep people inside their apartment complexes. Um, you're disappearing journalists. You're fogging down streets and spraying, like what you said, possibly mm-hmm. bleach. It's out of control. It, it, it is. Um, now they have cruise ships. Yeah, we have cruise ships. that are Oh, yeah, that are infected. We even, there was a report yesterday. I have not heard any news on this, but I posted it on PrepperNet's Facebook site where there were people in Charlotte, North Carolina that they thought possibly had the coronavirus. Oh, or wonderful. they were testing. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's home. Yeah. I guess that takes me to one of the things that I've been thinking about the most is when do you call it? When do you say, uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to work. I'm not coming to the office right. today. 
when do you say, hey, it's time for us to dip into our stash for a little while and see where this leads? Because God forbid, no one wants to get this thing and then bring it home to, you know, their right. spouse, their mm-hmm. children, mom, dad, whomever. If you look at the video, the streets are just absolutely, no one's on the streets. Yeah. Everyone is in. So I do have a kind of a firsthand account of someone being over there. Mm-hmm. And I'll just say her name, we'll just call her V. Okay. She was in America, met her, and uh, she's over there, and she's working, and her her job is in Hong Kong, but she lives in mainland China, mm-hmm. but she's just staying in her room. She just thinks that, hey, you can't get sick if you don't go out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's great logic behind that. The, the problem is, and I posed this question on PrepperNet. Let's say that happens in Charlotte. All of a sudden, within 48, 72 hours, let's say 1,000 people are infected. are surrounded throughout our county. Yeah. You would just be a shut-in, but what kind of supplies do you have at your house? Because is that a full bug-out to your bug-out retreat? I'm not sure. I don't think it is. I don't think it is either. So what kind of supplies? Because most of my supplies are at the retreat, but you know we I have some here at the shack. Here you saw the the ready yeah. to eat meals. That I'm not sure I want to eat them. That's more for fun, I think. That's no, that's more for constipation. Yeah. <laughs> but so what kind of supplies? So the question I put on prepping is, what kind of supplies do you need at your house to survive? If all of a sudden you just don't want to risk it. I think the basic thing that comes to my mind is if it starts to look like that's happening, I'm honestly going to, I feel pretty good about food, but I'm probably going to try and pick up some more rice, beans, things like that, basic foods. I'll probably pick up some of like small immediate use things like canned foods, I just to knock out right off the bat, creature comforts. Um, but I'm probably going to honestly stick, you know, stack up on some basic cold flu medicines, um, elderberry, peppermint, fenugreek. Different things well, like that, just that, that we know that actually help with right recovery or yeah with the uh, so ideally, do you, like you have masks so I have yep. in I have N95 mask and I've got some N100 mask as well mm-hmm. I don't have a, a the N100 the ones I have they're they're they were like seventy dollars so I don't have one for the whole family <laughs> that's just well, for you yeah, that's uh, that's oh. one of the things you know you don't well, you buy things for yourself you're gonna first. come out here and lock the door. And- <laughs> yeah. I'm going to quarantine myself, guys. I'll be you know, out in 14 days. Well, you know what? There's things that you have for yourself. And it's, I mean, we're getting there. It just yeah. takes time. You just can't afford it all. Yeah. But I have Tyvek suits. I've got footies. I've got gloves. I've got a few of them. I don't have enough for the entire neighborhood. No. And I don't, my neighborhood's not real big, but no, don't be coming to my house. Just stay locked in your house. I have plastic that I can, if, I, I doubt I would ever need that. I guess, you know, the intake of my air is all from inside. So I would really, I'm not worried about airborne, you know, stuff coming into my house. So I've got everything. I've got, I've got, I'm on a well. So yeah. I've got water. I got everything I need. You know, I, I think that's one of the things. Just stay in for here, like two months. Yeah, yeah. sitting here processing. I, you know, I might consider bugging help. I honestly would. Well, you li- your area has a lot more population density. Than I even mine. think for you, and the reason is, think about this. Okay, if things do shut down for two months, 
three months. Well, God forbid, we'll even say a year. America is not set up in a situation for things to go well in that period of time. No, you're right. And trying to restart mm-hmm. life, go back to work, do those things, traffic, sanitation, trash services, everything else. I mean, you would literally have, even in America, I think you would literally have just bodies in the streets, cars plowed into trees, blocking roads, neighborhoods that would probably catch on fire, a bunch of stuff, because I just don't think we have the the infrastructure. And we know we're short on the doctors. Short on doctors. And so the question is, if the same thing happened there in in the city, if it happened in your local city, what would happen? I think I would plan out as far as the numbers. If I seen there was one person infected in Charlotte, I wouldn't worry. If I seen that there were, I'm going to say probably under a thousand, mm-hmm. under a thousand. I think I'm going to stay home. Because now you are inside. They I call it the Beltway of Death. Yeah, yeah. You are inside the Beltway of Death, yeah. meaning that Charlotte has a sixty mile. It's I don't. It's not sixty miles wide. It's just no. sixty miles all the way around, around yeah. the city, and a lot of people talk about how the the government the it could be shut down very quickly. Could be shut down pretty easily. Yeah, because there's I forgot how many exits there are, but it could be done pretty easy. Yeah, I'm outside of that. Yeah, uh, and I'm I'm not highly highly worried about that because honestly, at this point, if something along those lines does happen. How far are you actually going to get in a vehicle? Right. The roads are probably already going to get congested. We're going to, See, I it, was inside is, that circle, and I've got a secret path you I, can I get know, out. I know which way. Okay. I know which and way. And then I could meet you, but I probably wouldn't. I just... Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I have four-wheel drive. I'm gone. I have, a, I have a good, pretty solid bug-out vehicle, so I'd, I'd be pretty good to negotiate you some other... You got a rhino bug-out vehicle. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I mean, is. I've never have. Why don't people do that all the time? It's that yeah. spray on protect it. Yeah, really, the entire thing. The entire thing lined. Yeah, yeah. It looks. I get compliments. I do. Uh, you I don't worry it. about scratch. Oh, you hit my car with your door. I don't care. Yeah, there's no D. Is your door okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I, I think if I see around a thousand cases. Just thinking about the transmission rate, if it's three to four people per person going out, it's, it, then it's going to really start to So what to would bloom. it take for you to move your family? One, I know yeah. if, if they said, hey, they're going to start cordoning and shutting off some roads and things like you probably would leave then. Yeah. But what would what would it take? I mean, is that is that it? When they, I you, think that, that would be it. I think if I start hearing rumors of, hey, the military's pulling in, there's some V's, they're starting to shut some stuff down. Okay. That brings up a good point. Communication is key here. Yep. You can get these radios by Uniden that can Mm -hmm. listen to the police. You can listen to the fire. You can listen to medic. They're pretty expensive. They're like 450 bucks, but you, you put in your zip code and it already, it downloads the frequencies and. No, tell me I'm, I, it's been a long time since I've looked at it, but SDR can do that as well. Can not? Well, SDR can, but there's all kind. There's a few plugins that you have to put in because a lot of these um, police have gone to digital trunks now, okay. and they're encrypted. And this that device will decrypt them. So it's kind of interesting because police they want to make it more difficult, but they they can't make it impossible. Yeah, because of I think some laws that it, it's got to be somewhat 
Open. Open. Yeah. I'm sure some of them are like SWAT team. You can't hear. But mostly, uh, that, that I think it's called the Home Patrol by Uniden. Um, that you can you can listen. And I think SDR, you can get that stuff and do, do the same thing. Yeah. SDR is this little dongle you put to your computer. It costs like 30 bucks max. You listen to any frequency at all. It's, yeah. it's amazing. But there's a lot, there's a learning curve to, yeah. to do that. I, I was so disappointed because I, I heard, I didn't know President Trump was coming in town this week. No, I did not know. Did you didn't know he was no. here? He was no here. Idea. He was well, here. Traffic was good. Yeah. Well, and and one, of, used to be. one of the things I do is I fire up my SDR and mm-hmm. I have it on a, a dedicated laptop. And I want it to go. I am, the airport is like on the other side. It's a far away. My antenna, where I'm situated, the woods and the hills and everything, I can't receive. The past two times the planes come in, I could not get his ADF. I think it's an automatic directional finder or whatever it is, mm-hmm. transponder. And I wanted to record that or at least look at it on my – so I have this software that I can look at all the planes in the air. Yeah. By receiving their radio, they're sending to the tower and to each other so they don't run into each other. Yeah. And I wanted to, to have the president's plane on there and look at it and record it so I could just – I thought it would be kind of interesting. Yeah. Just to follow him, and, and I forgot that he was in town. Didn't even know, really. So one really <clears throat> important thing, So going back on the pandemic. Pandemic. Um, recently read this week, you can get it more than once. What? Yes. So once well, you can get the flu more than once. Yep. So they're saying the coronavirus definitely, as it goes from person to person, it changes, kind of mm-hmm. like the common cold, but it can sure enough come right back to you. So, so that, that poses a... Even bigger problem for right. the Chinese trying to yeah. stay unafflicted by this. So I did see this one video too. I think CNN put this out, which is amazing. Uh, that they had doctors and nurses and healthcare workers just laying all through the hospital. You would think they're dead. With their hazmat suit, their Tyvek suit, their goggles and gloves on. Mm-hmm. Because... If you would have, if you would have watched our Doctor Bones and Nurse Amy, once you have the Tyvex and you're suited up with the goggles and the gloves, there's a certain way to take them off to not get infected, because you've been around and they stick yeah. to the Tyvex and the gloves. But once you take it off, you can't put it back on without touching it with your fingers and getting infect, infected. So they're sleeping with the mask on, their goggles on. And the suits on because they're out of um, supplies. Yeah, and that's why they're doing. It. And this video was going through the hospital, and they had beds. There were fifty just workers laying on a bed with their suits on. And it's because they they can't take it off or they can't work with pe- you know the patients anymore. It makes you wonder like how ridiculously contagious this virus is. And you know, just I'm just pulling up a virus or a, a virus. I'm pulling up a You're news story. Up, wait, don't be pulling up a virus, yeah. please. No, I'm pulling up a story here that says that Beijing has actually started rounding up people. Oh, they're, they're doing like mass arrests of people that they believe There's are a sick. Video of them going into a house, pulling the family members out. They're in these suits and they're pulling the family family members out. That is crazy. Yeah. I mean. 
And the reason is, is the same reason they're welding the door shut on that one apartment complex because they're all sick. Don't come out. We'll send you food through the window. But so, I mean, what a problem, though, is if you're staying in your house to protect yourself and your family and you're hungry, what do you do? Yeah. You've got to go get food. That means you're going out. Or you've got to eat the youngest. I'm sorry. I say stupid stuff sometimes, yes, but I really, you, you do. I really you, wouldn't eat people or lick people or anything. I don't like anyone. Oh, speaking of what you just said, I showed you a video of a man in a retail store, and he was spitting. Oh yeah, he was spitting and licking things on the shelf and putting them back on the shelf. Yeah, it looked like medical supplies. Mm-hmm. Honestly. That yeah. is that's hateful. That's, that's deranged. Really hateful. Yeah, but I mean, and he was so putting it right back on the shelf, and some moron is there videotaping him. Though you would think he goes stop, stop, but he didn't. He recorded no. it. Well, there was another video you showed me where there was a car literally <clears throat> had ran over a man, and yes. people were just kind of throwing their arms up in the street. I right. mean, this for them, this is the shtf. This this is. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I The only way for them to come out of it is to isolate everyone in the country. Well, haven't they? I mean, they're, they're approaching much. it. They have allegedly $400 million in quarantine. So they're shutting down multiple cities. Oh, did you see the numbers? Were they fake? Do we know yet? I mm, Here's my thing. I've been trying to follow this Bianco uh, research company, and they've, they've been following everything and been critics of what China's doing over there and trying to follow the numbers. Their projections were spot on up until about four days ago. And now China's making it seem like nothing's really happening. The deaths are going up, but the overall infection rate doesn't seem to be climbing on the same path as that. But there's one website out there, and it was Tencent, something like that. They had it out there as a much higher number Mm -hmm. that would meet also fairly similarly to what the Bianco Research had. And then it all got taken down. Right. Yep. And then it all got reduced drastically. So let me read this report that I posted on PrepperNet's Facebook site. Several people being monitored for coronavirus in Mecklenburg County. No, no indications of infections, but they're being monitored. The first person that posts something, what do you think that they post to reply? They said, in capital letters, Kyle. You know, it's your fault. Yeah. I I still don't understand why Charlotte Douglas is not doing any sort of screening, honestly. Did you see that when I was? Yeah, I, I seen that. Oh, you okay? Yeah, Kyle. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah, that that's is cute. cute. That is funny. That's David. He's He's got a, a witty sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Um, so... We, we always talk about, I mean, prepping is our thing. And a lot of people have complained, oh, there's not a lot of prepping stuff on there. But you know what? Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher, they kind of get it. It's We do, they're doing prep, it's called prepping 2.0 is what they do. Mm-hmm. Most podcasters do prepping 1.0. This is how you purify water. This is how you uh, take Mylar bags and put rice in it. Yeah. Glenn and Shelby... In, in their podcast, Prepping 2.0, they go, okay, that stuff should already be done. Oh, it should be. Let's talk about some group dynamic things. Let's talk about some higher level things. 
And then we talk about things from a lot of times a mindset or a preparedness, like overall preparedness of things you need to do. And so a lot of times we don't have, I'm not going to tell you how to purify water with a Sawyer water filter. If you don't know that, don't listen to this podcast. Yeah. Go back and start from the very beginning. Go to YouTube and watch a few videos and learn. This is... Who listens to our podcast? Preppers and survivalists. And if they want more information on how to purify water, then they need to go and and they'll find them. They're everywhere. Like everyone I know has done a podcast on Yeah, and and here's the thing about that. The prepper videos that are out there, a lot of the prepping channels, opinions are like a certain part of the human anatomy. And and true, but we have opinions. Yeah, I mean, I would hope so. We're just right. Yeah, mostly me. That. But I mean, and not to knock him, but I kind of feel like I'm at like prepping 7.0, you know, right. something like that. Right. Like it's far enough along that whenever I start spewing things out to people, I always get one common thing said to me. Wow, this is really overwhelming. Yes, that is true. Yeah. So to dump all that stuff on people, and there's a lot of stuff that I wouldn't say on here <laughs> that I know because they're not things that you share with everybody. Right. But. Let's break it down to a 1 or 2.0. You need to have a couple months worth of food. Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? If you don't, you've missed, you, you've skipped, you're, go. <laughs> you're way, way behind at this point. Yeah, you need to always have that. You don't know when a train accident's going to happen. You need to have your documents in line. You need to be able to go in your house and grab everything you need in under three minutes. Yeah. And I mean, I, th- I think I've shown you a little bit of my setup over the years. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have literally 95% of my prepping stuff packaged, ready to go, airtight, sealed. I can put it in the back of my truck and be out in 25, 30 minutes conservatively. And you've heard me talk about the notebook. I've taught people how to put together their notebook, a survival notebook, a your information, all your records. I've got them on a thumb drive. I'll give you a copy of my thumb drive. It's yeah. got the highest encryption on there currently available. It's in, and I have paper copies and a notebook. If actually I did a, a webinar on this, I have some here at my house and some in another location. Yeah, and we've talked also about as far as the bug out philosophy. I talked about pace, mm-hmm. which yes, is your, pace, your yeah. primary, your alternate, your contingency, and your emergency planning. And quite frankly, those are all archived you can go back on right. the website you can pull those up and you can start at the very beginning the way we intended because what did we literally call it? was it prepping 101 yeah you know we did a little series prepping 101 and it it took people from month through month i think we only went to month four because i wrote a book yeah and, and i mean <laughs> it's gonna the have thing. the rest but I mean, um, some of it might be a little boring it might be a little amateurish but we're not being paid to do this we're doing it because we're passionate and well, actually, I don't know why I'm doing it because I don't really like people. So why do I want them to survive? <laughs> yeah, I did write a book though. Yeah, you did. Called the Case for Christian Preparedness. If you think I've given away seven thousand copies of the book, and I haven't sold, I forgot. I, I'll be honest. I think I've I made like eight hundred bucks. No, yeah. it's not about the money. No, it, it really isn't. But uh, the case, that's on Amazon, by the way. Yes. yes. <laughs> so I'm promoting, promoting. And I've written three other books, but I haven't I haven't had time. And there's so much going on with PrepperNet, and it's grown so fast. I'm doing a State of the Union for PrepperNet on mm-hmm. Tuesday night. It's not for all PrepperNet members, though. It's only for my, my core people, my premium members, 
my city leaders, and my expert panel men- members. So only they get to laugh at you. Yeah, they they get to see it. Uh, so I mean, so I'm looking forward to that. I've already. Been I really think you should get an Amazon like overnight like Donald Trump wig to go with. And, and you and wear it. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. So the coronavirus. What what else do people need? I mean, Elemental said the best thing you can do is to boost your immune system. I I, I wonder now, about that. I really wonder about you that. You really? Just based on the fact that what we don't know about the virus and what's come out so far, if it does have HIV proteins, which attack your autoimmune system, yeah. the healthier you are could make it actually attack you harder. That's the way some of these viruses are. They actually work in nature, and that's the way they can work whenever mm, they're genetically engineered. But you did say elderberry. We have elderberry. We have the pills. Yeah. That they're not liquid. And I was told that I need to have the liquid. And yeah, actually, the liquid is better. But there's there's a list of things, and you can do your own research, or you can listen, like I said earlier on, like right. fenugreek, peppermint, um, things like that, that naturally they do help with pneumonia. So the symptoms that do come up, hopefully you can get rid of. But this this virus seems exceptionally nasty, and we don't know the depth of what is really going on over there with the virus. Which brings me to something I told you about when I first got over here. Mm-hmm. Keep talking. Um, there is a world-leading expert, ironically, who was studying the coronavirus and who works, his life work was actually on HIV. Um, a scientific director by the name of Frank Plumer um, so he had been studying, and I guess he had actually received the Saudi SARS coronavirus samples, and he was going to be working on a vaccine for this current one. And he mysteriously died at a conference in Kenya, basically just dropped over dead. Um, and there's there's other stories, I will say, disclaimer, they are conspiracy, um, but there's information that seems very credible on them that he actually worked at a facility in Canada, which is believed to be the original site of the virus that is now afflicting China. So I, I think that that's... Uh, you like how I walked away from you? Yeah. It was the best two minutes of the show. <laughs> I can't get my heater back go- going. That's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. You're fine? Okay. I'm fine. But I think it's, it's pretty wild that you would have that happen now. Like, hey, we're working on a vaccine. It might be a year out. And then one of the top guys just, I mean, life happens. Life happens. But it's interesting that there's a link between the facility where it's believed to have come out of and with him. So China is, the information we know, a lot of it has to be bogus. That's just China. We never get good information from China. The good thing is Twitter People are getting information out, but some of them are being arrested, just like the journalists. They're just disappeared. Being really no one honest, knows where they are. I think this is far worse than we realize. I and, if so. I, and if I had to take it from a biblical perspective, I know there's a number of, of pastors who, over the years, have said that there would be a revival in China in the end days. Whenever you're under a communist rule, it's really hard to have a revival, and lots of persecution will happen. But if China gets brought to its knees, literally... From this virus, I could see all that suffering turning a lot of people away from the systems that they have in place and turning them around to God. And I'm not I'm not being preachy about it. I'm just saying whenever you look throughout history, that tends to 
That tends to happen. So what do we do? We, we know the virus. We, you guys know what to do. Don't worry about it. It's not in America. The death rate is actually kind of low, we think. For what's actually being predicted. Right. So here's the thing. If you say 40,000 people were affected, and out of 2,000 that have been treated, half of them died, half of them recovered, what about the other ones that are still affected? Did they just get better on their own? Or are we still waiting for those numbers to come in? Right. The I did not hear that what you said earlier. I, did, I, I haven't heard that you could actually possibly catch it again. But you probably couldn't catch it. Let's say you have it. You give it to your family members. You recover. I, I'm not sure the family members could give it back to you. It's probably the same. Hadn't had time to mutate. Within that. Change, yes. Within a similar... DNA structure, yeah, probably. Right. I mean, I, God, I hope. I, it, I have no it'd idea. It'd be miserable if you sneezed on tissue and then you know got better and then got it from your same tissue. Right. But, yeah. That is it, yeah, interesting. But I, do, what do you think about what I'm saying as far as number-wise? If I've seen under 1,000 people affected in Charlotte, because I work with the public a lot more than you do, mm-hmm. would you say I should— And you hate them. I, I do. <laughs> I do. But what would you say? I mean— do you think that's reasonable, or do you think I should call it sooner or much later? I think if I if I saw hospitals, people filling the parking lots, walking into the hospitals, and and the hospitals start to tell people just stay at home. Yeah. At that point, I would probably hit the road. I think at that point, there's people who've already been in contact with me. Honestly. Well, that's true, but you just don't want. I've always said you want to err on the oh, the side of bugging out early. Yeah, because I think people are idiots. Like whenever I was sitting in the shelter area for the uh, the tornado, allegedly, there were people in there like, "Oh, can I just can I just run down there real quick? I just I just want to go out and buy." No, like right. sh- shut up. Let me let me stuff you out in the storm and chain the door back. See, I'm not around people that much. I, I'm in my job. It, I my job is. 30% on the phone, 70% because my office, my business is in Chicago. Yeah. I'm not, I don't live in Chicago. So I'm on the phone, on my computer, working from the house or a little coffee shop. Now, a little coffee shop, I could probably, I have been working from home more. Yeah. But I've noticed that when I go out, if it's, someone's coughing, I'm like, oh, or if someone's yeah. wash, I mean, I always wash my hands. I feel like it's it's actually thinned out a lot too. I feel like people are not going out the way they usually do. Like even just even in, like, even in North Carolina. Yeah, I feel like to go over to a Walmart or go to a mall or something like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like traffic is far down from what it usually is. Now I read an article in Drudge Report that medical supplies like the Tyvek suits, N95 mask and higher gloves. There's a shortage Everywhere. nationwide, worldwide. Yeah. I went into Walmart yesterday, and they had five packs of N95 in my local Walmart. N95 five packs mm-hmm. for fourteen for fifteen bucks, which is kind of high, because I bought the same mass. I bought twenty of them for twenty bucks years ago, and actually a, a pack I sold my. I mean, I, I purchased about three and a half weeks ago. I purchased. As soon as I heard this, I'm like, ooh. I forgot to do anything for my mother. And I went on Amazon and sent her a pack of N95 mask that has the vent in the front. Yeah. And I got 
I think it was 10 for $23. And they're being delivered tomorrow. Yeah. Three. I mean, it was next day. Supposed to be prime at the time, but they're being delivered tomorrow. So, so my mom's going to have some. Yeah. I mean, like you said, she'll probably start trying them on and test them out first. I told her not to do that. Yeah. Oh, I good. said, don't touch them. Good. And I did send her a video on how to properly put your goggles, the mask on. But she'll just stay inside, so she just needs food for a month. Just go yeah. buy food. We've talked about this before, and we've never talked, I think, about it on here. But one of the things that I've recommended in the past, and this is like a much further down the road scenario, but if, if it does come down to a pandemic. Burn everything. <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> there's that. There's, okay. there's that. Um, no, it's actually taking orange spray paint, familiarizing yourself with the FEMA markings. With, yes. And going through and marking your house so that presumably if they think there's infected bodies in there, people will leave you alone. So in my bug out bag, I have all the FEMA markings and it's laminated. I also have the hobo markings. You know, remember the old hobo yep. markings? Anything like that, I have it flags, anything like that. I have all that laminated in my bug out bag. Yeah. I don't remember them. No, I, same. It's, it's not anything yeah. I'm, I'm going to store to memory because it's, it's a very temporary thing. It's to get right. you from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. And another thing I, I have is on my, one of my, I'm not an Android person at all. I'm, mm -hmm. as you can see, I'm, I'm, I'm Apple. There is yeah. this one. But anyway, that's for that's for accounting and stuff. Yeah. But so I don't know CW, mm -hmm. which is Morse code. But I have now an app that can listen to the CW and translate it. It's oh, not nice. perfect, but you can. The times I've pulled up shortwave radio, I've put it there. It it you can figure out what they're saying. Gotcha. You'll miss a word, two words, but then you'll get like two words and things. And so, because CW and ham radio will always work. Yeah, it's science by it. There's, there's really no way for them to actually It will always out. work with the grid down. People, there are too many people that have solar, battery, and the means to communicate. Yeah. I want to know what they're saying. Yeah. So... Well, I think one of the things we, I think we've pretty much talked the pandemic out. Um, one of the things that we didn't talk about, we were going to talk about is Virginia. Oh, yeah. So it does appear it's been slightly edited. I think we were discussing, but it looks like the assault weapons ban is probably going to move forward. Um, mm -hmm. No assault weapons. Um, I think they said no weapons with any magazine greater than 12. <laughs> I thought it was 10 before, so maybe they changed it. Oh, they gave us two extra rounds. Oh, wow. Wow. Wonder what gun Thanks. manufacturer gave them. You know, I what what gun even has 12 rounds? I don't in know. It? My Glock 19, my yeah, I don't know. My Glock 19 has more than 12. Yeah. I can't think of one that would just have 12 in it. It seems like that'd be some sort of like FN pistol or something right, like that. Yeah. A single stack or oh, yeah. you mean more than twelve? Oh no, just twelve. Okay. Oh, yeah, I can't 12. think of plenty more than twelve. Yeah, yeah. My XDM um it has nineteen plus one in the, that is it it holds twenty rounds, nine millimeter. Are you looking it up now? Yeah, I'm trying to see there was something else in here with this and I forget what it was. It was probably something really small. Oh, no silencers. Oh That's no silencers. 
You know, because silencers are so bad. God forbid that we save our yeah, hearing. And everyone that owns like a silencer decibels. is a murderer. Yeah. You know. Well, they're they, usually hitmen for the Vatican, aren't they? Yes. People don't understand that silencers are, is a humane way to kill animals. What? Yes. But you beat them with it? No, 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 no. So when you shoot a, a 30 out 6 and you hit a deer. Yeah. The deer feels the bullet and goes, ow. Oh, he okay. does. He does say "ow," yeah. but it's the noise that scares him. Really? So, so if you hit a deer and he didn't drop, but the bullets travels faster than the sound. No, you put a silencer on that sucker. You slow the bullet down. You shoot the deer. He doesn't drop. It gives you seconds to chamber another round and shoot another that round like and a hit the really deer. Crappy hunter, because if you shoot properly. The bullets traveling faster than the speed of sound. Not all impact. of them. No. Wait, what are you shooting it with a BB gun? No, I've I've shot I, I, even a, a, a blackout three hundred subsonic. I mean, that's if it's subsonic. My, Why are you hunting with subsonic rounds? I, I can I've got ammo subsonic for two two three. Well, did they did they develop a uh, a suppressor for uh, Nine, bow hunters too? They're not bow hunters. In my twenty two, I have a silencer for my twenty two. I mean, but that's that is reasonably quiet. But most guns, let's be honest, it's not gonna reduce it much great much less than There's I'd say greatest great videos on YouTube showing a silencer shooting an, an animal and the guy getting another shot off. I'm sure. I'm sure. If you miss the heart. So or the head. Right. Which to be fair, to be fair, you're not saving the animal that much grief. It's honestly going to affect the flavor. I know a lot of people, <laughs> ah, I'm dead serious. When the adrenaline rushes into right. an animal's bloodstream, it does change the flavor of the meat. Okay. So there's I, that. I agree with you. Yeah. I've had some great venison over the years. I'm, I've I don't never think, had great venison. Oh. The only time you I had. You know why? The only time you've I had, had. You've had venison in North Carolina. Okay. Venison up north tastes much better. I've had the only great venison I had was ground up in the hamburger meat uh, no. and and spaghetti. That was the only. Oh God! I know. What redneck meal was that? Was you sure it was venison? It no, wasn't squirrel. I'm absolutely sure it was venison. Was it up in Spruce Pine? No, it was in Kinston, North Carolina. I don't know where that is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I will tell you. Actually, my grandfather needs to talk about this. Deer up north, I think that the flavor change honestly comes from one of the main parts of their diet is actually mountain laurel, which humans cannot consume mountain laurel. There's not a lot of mountain laurel that local deer in this area mm. actually consume. But I think that has a lot to do with the actual mm. the flavor change. And Cow. It's, it's have, delicious. I, you I have you, many like, I theories. I mean, chemically, it makes sense. <laughs> you have many theories that have no scientific fact. <laughs> you were just talking about science earlier tonight. We were talking about And you know what? Uh-oh. Don't even lie. I pulled up that Bible verse. I pulled it up. And was I right? Yeah, but I don't know the meaning of it. You just can't take but you one verse study out. It. I will you study, study it. It was yes. like Isaiah 20, 19 yes. and 20. I don't, yes. Was that pro- prophetic or was it? Oh, I definitely think it's prophetic. It's, okay. it's literally talking will, about the earth being shattered. I, I mean, will look at it. That hasn't happened yet. I've never really looked a lot in Isaiah for prophetic 
end times oh, prophecy. Yeah. I, I love to go back. Daniel, Isaiah, Ezekiel. Well, Daniel, Ezekiel, yeah. yes. Isaiah has Isaiah. plenty of prophetic works in there. So it's Okay. Well, uh, so we talked about Virginia. So what does that mean? We, we, we sent thousands of people up there to march, and they're still... So what we need, Donald Trump said it best. We need to vote these people out. We definitely need to vote them out. I think the other thing is, whenever only... they pass laws, we... I, I always forget what it is, but it says something about when laws become unjust just men become outlaws something along those lines mm -hmm. and i think that's literally what's going to happen in, in cases like this people are not going to accept it they're going to stand up for it for what's right we need to do our best to get these people out of office but in the meantime the the democrats and, and i'm not even calling them democrats at this point because there's some there's really good democrats i think that are out there but i think these people are outright socialists and communists i think they're infiltrators into our system which have been spoken of since, gosh, the late 1980s. So here's my thing. Donald Trump has put in place 180-some-odd judges. Mm -hmm. Over a third of the judges. They're going to place some more in this next year, and by the time he's finished, he's going to place almost half the judges with conservative judges. So I think, I have hope that places like Virginia, people are going to sue Virginia saying that you're infringing on our rights and it's going to go to the court system and the court system is not going to stand behind Virginia. Like the Ninth Circuit, which we've known in the past is one of the most liberal circuits out there. We're two judges away from turning that completely from a liberal to conservative. Yeah. And that's where Graham, Lindsey Graham from South Carolina, he said that has been his number one goal or number one job is getting these conservative judges in. He, he got more judges in, conservative judges in, the three years that Trump's been president than Barack Obama did the entire eight years he was in office. He, and he's getting younger, conservative guys in there. That is something I think that Donald Trump will be known for for years. I mean, that's just going to that's gonna be a legacy. No, I definitely And there is some hope there. But you just, I just can't imagine that someone's not going to sue or challenge these laws in Virginia and it's going to go to a conservative judge at some point and may overrule it. I mean, if, if there's the timing and if there's yes. not, you know, 10 other things going on. And it's, that's one of the things I find interesting the days that we live in. Everything is building up. Everything is coming to a head and it feels like it's not, it's not just a coronavirus. It's right. not just U S politics. What ticks me off is I didn't see the coronavirus thing coming a pandemic. I just didn't. You know, it's something I, I prepare for, but I didn't prepare for as much. Right. The great thing is, and I've, I've said this, this is probably the fourth time I've said this, it's a cheap thing to prepare for. It, it's a cheap thing to prepare for. But because you already have your basic preps. It's the one that's probably the most difficult to call. Right. True. 
because you have your basic preps, you have your food, all you need is some masks, some Lysol, some Clorox. But you don't know you don't know when to call it. I know. I, I mean, mean, literally, I mean, mm-hmm. hypothetically, someone could have came in. I could have already talked to someone who's been to China. You could have it. And you could have it now. Well, I, I, <laughs> so have you ch- talked to someone on the phone? No, you can't get it via you phone. Can't. It's kind of like phone sex. You can't get someone <laughs> pregnant that way. Really? Yeah. I'm paying. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's TMI. I am just kidding. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my wife better not listen to this. My church members. Excommunicado. Yes. Oh, I did post a video. I got to talk about you this did, video. You did. That was kind of funny. It's funny. So I posted a video of this young lady in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. By the way, Duke and Chapel Hill are playing tonight. Carolina. You don't care. Who? You don't, you, yeah. Yeah. And there's this young lady that said that she, that the water, if it comes up, that she's going to have to evaporate. She didn't just say it once. She said it like two or three times. Three times. We're going to have to, that's what makes me so mad. We'll have to evaporate. I would have loved to have watched her evaporate. That was on the news. If she would have just evaporated. The Raleigh News, W-R-A-L. You can watch that. Go to Prepping Academy. Not Prepping Academy, PrepperNet on YouTube. So I posted a day ago, and 39,000 people have seen that video. That's insane. It is. I mean, it really, I, really is. That, I mean, I, I am, that's just famous. No, but <laughs> people don't know. I mean, it, but it's on the PrepperNet. I'm just going to pull it up right now and see if it's got to, because last night, oh, it's at 40K. Oh, there you go. 40,000 people have watched that video that she's going to evaporate. Yeah. And she, I think she says it three times. Yeah. It's hilarious. Welcome to North Carolina. The problem is I, I'm a Tar Heel fan, oh. and the Tar Heels are in Chapel Hill, and that's where this young lady is. Yeah. It gives you hope for the future, doesn't yes, it? Yes, it does. Well, any last tips? You got? I, hey, how about a conspiracy theory? Are you... You've I already, mean, well, that doctor dying. Yeah, yeah that's mysteriously. One. I mean, Kyle's known for his conspiracy theories. He, if he doesn't believe them, he starts them. No, that is not <laughs> true. That is not. I don't start any conspiracies. I, I try to really actually do some research, and I know everything's limited to online, so you have to be very careful about what you read mm. online in general. You, you I try not to get most of my information off the onion. But you do follow some weird people. You know, here's the thing. And we've discussed this before, and we'll have it out really briefly here. The individuals that I follow, what we'll say, and I'll list a few because I think they're wonderful podcasts. They deserve attention. Doug Hagman is probably one of my favorites to follow. There are yep. many. I, I follow him pretty much throughout the week. I don't listen to everything he has on there. But he I, has on there some great guys. Um, I like listening to him, but it's a, yeah. like a three-hour show every day. Yeah, well, it is. It's two-hour podcast, and that's, that's typically, yeah. I listen to it, you know, whenever I'm it's getting ready in the much. morning for work, I'm driving in, et cetera. Um, Steve Quayle, I love listening to Steve Quayle. Steve is a little bit further out there. He is. But I've heard him for 20 years. I think him to be... See a mentor? No, he's not a mentor. <laughs> but these are guys, I mean, I, I grew up listening to Coast to Coast, George Norrie, and Art yep. Bell. And, and yeah, there's crazy conspiracy theories out there. I know particularly the one that you're, you have like this internal feud with here is uh pastor paul begley and pastor paul is very eccentric yes 
very, very eccentric to the point where I kind of mute him sometimes. But he does have that one guest on there, Mike, who I think to be a phenomenal individual. He does not have his own YouTube. He's not trying to monetize anything. He's very careful with the information that he shares. He doesn't share it every week. But whenever something is coming up that he feels the need to share those things and his insight is requested, he gives it. We we need one of them guys. Come on, not prepper. Honestly, I feel like we should reach out to some of these guys. And that's why I said there's a conference coming up um, in April that I would love to go to because I think we should all meet. Because here's the thing. These guys are pastors. Um, oh, it's in Hickory? Th- that's the one in it's Hickory? In, it's in all Hickory. them people you're mentioning yep. are going to be in the one? Yep. When is that? Uh, April 16th through the 19th. Oh, yeah, we can do that. Yeah. I think we should definitely. Can I, can I wear a tin foil hat? I mean, like a tin yeah, foil hat. Yeah, we could put little antennas on it for you yes. and everything. Yeah, and I, I'll have some kind of LED sign for my name that flashes my name through oh, there. God almighty. And a little sound thing that goes beep, 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 beep. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. You'll be wonderful to be with. This is my autistic friend, Forrest. No. But I, I think that everyone has their place in it. But I think that for us, we're very experienced preppers. I know there's other guys out there like Dave Hodges that mm-hmm. he puts out some good information. But these guys don't have the prepping expertise that we do. Right. Hands down. There's not a chance they're remotely close. No. Mm. You're right. So that's my two cents on that. Maybe we'll go. Yeah. Do you have to, are tickets, there are tickets we have to there buy? There are. Yep. So someone will send us money and we'll buy them. Yeah, by all means. Or give us free tickets. Yeah. Oh, and for those who say they love our show, I just I just want to mention, I, got, I did get a message earlier from you this week. And you said someone said they loved our show. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I just want you all to know that that's really appreciate it, but I only accept love in the form of Starbucks and Amazon gift cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kidding. I, I fooled kidding. you that one because he clearly had a question for you. Yeah, Anytime it was the only one that said you guys didn't say you guys suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, my assistant filters them out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, she says, you, get 43, you got 43 emails today. I'm like, great. Here's two. <laughs> what? Yeah. No. So, no, but that's that's pretty much all I have for this week. Okay, that's it too. Um, with that said, go do some things to take care of your family for a pandemic. Yeah, I mean, in a pandemic, like we said, it's probably one of the cheapest things you prepare for if you can find supplies, right? Because stuff is selling out. You know what? If you have to start, if this is your first weekend of prepping, you're just now starting to become aware of it because you're scared to death, right? Yeah, because <laughs> you're thinking someone's someone just sneezed on you, and oh my god! But go ahead and start with that. Start yourself off with basic food, water right. filters. Start thinking about your contingencies. Who who lives outside of the local city limits that you would go to that would be okay with you going there? Because I know there's a lot of people that I wouldn't want to you know have around me. Yep. Hey guys, that is it from the Prepping Academy. Appreciate you guys listening. We got thanks for the feedback. Send us some more feedback and and things you want to talk about. Yeah. If there's what something you, specific where if you feel like we're not going to cover water filters, so just silence that. Yeah. But if you want to talk about something more advanced, you have actual deep pending questions about prepping, like how to talk to your spouse about prepping, how to talk to... We, we, we've already done a show we, about we, that, but we can that, do another we one. We can revisit that, yeah. Well, I want to know about the humps in your backyard. We don't discuss. That's all for this week. No. <laughs> I would never put humps in my backyard. I would actually buy blacktop and put them out in the road oh. and paint white stripes on them for oh, speed bumps. Oh, my goodness gracious. I've thought this through. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to us. Catch us on PrepperAcademy.com and also visit us on PrepperNet. That's where kind of the family is kind of 
We, we, we do. The family is just the mob now? The family. We have, I mean, thousands and thousands of members of PrepperNet. So we, we will check you guys next time. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Prepping Academy podcast. Preppers unite at www.preppingacademy.com.